Welcome, everybody. All right, welcome back to another episode of Awesome Awful. I'm Mike. I'm Dan. This week's episode, we're doing uh, the awesome and awful aspects of education, and I'm really excited about this one. The much-anticipated one. Yes. Uh, we have our first guest ever, uh, my mother, Donna Davey. Uh, here she is to kind of give you a rundown of her past, and uh, we're going to go into uh, education. It's going to be great. Here you go, Mom. Thank you. I hope I don't have to tell everything about my past, or we'll just go on and on forever. You can leave a bunch of skeletons in there. So okay, I'll you. leave the skeletons <laughs> in the closet then. Sometimes <laughs> it's fun to really reveal them. <laughs> our, 29, our 29 really. listeners might not <laughs> might, might not care. Yeah. No. Um, anyway, I uh, graduated from North High. Go North. Go Vikings. Woo. Yes. And... Um, what? <laughs> Shut up. That's only because you went to Berkeley. Uh, but I uh, went to UNO after, you know, a couple of years off to feel my roots and figure out what I wanted to do. I uh, majored in education, which is pretty much what a lot of people do is major in education. And then they specify um, at the end of their senior year what they're going to get into. Because at that point, you need the certificate for whatever you're going to get into, right? Is that how that works? Well, yeah, because um, everyone who graduates from education, you have to have a certain core set of core classes. Oh, okay. And um, they're all the classes that teachers have to take as well. Like, I know how to put, um, what is it? What's that An stuff? abacus? <laughs> no, I don't know how to work in abacus. I probably could if I sat down with it for a while. But, um, you know, uh, stuff that sticks. It's not Velcro. But I could do anything with Velcro, too. Mm, uh, that's more in my speech duct tape. Classes. Gorilla glue. Gorilla glue. No. <laughs> it's felt. Felt. Oh, felt, gotcha. you know, so you can make little storyboards. Oh, and, I see what you're talking about. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, they called it... Um, instructional technology really made it sound important like i'll need this for my seniors yep uh anyway that's I, how i feel uh, about pythagorean's theorem <laughs> exactly well i'm not going to touch that one <laughs> i didn't have to either so um but anyway you have to take the same uh group of core classes and one of those classes is interestingly enough is about the history of education Talk about putting me to sleep. I must no. say, that's actually kind of something I want to get into, is yeah. the history of education. Yeah. Like, that yeah. is actually fascinating to me, because I want to know how, like, literally the start of the American, like, the modern American education system started. Like, oh, it started a long, long time ago. Like, where it goes, like, uh, K through 12, and then you have the uh, higher education from there, and the doctorates and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's... How we have it set up now. Right. And I, I want to know how, like, it got to that point. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. Well, um, anyway, I finished getting my uh, degrees. I got a uh, bachelor's degree in education with the, with the majoring in speech-language pathology. And then I got my master's, master of science in speech-language pathology. And after that, we have to do a year of like student teaching, oh, okay. only they call it your clinical fellowship year. They make it sound so... They make it sound so prestigious. Yeah, yeah. and it's really hell is what it is. <laughs> it's very it's, hard. You're so, just basically like a grad assistant that doesn't get paid for the work you do? Is that, basically, yeah. I do their job yeah. for a year, and they just sit back and watch. Okay, they go, hey, you did a good job. Yeah, here's, your, here's your whatever. <laughs> you get out of here. Certified. Yeah, we're going to get the next one who, who needs to do this now. Yeah. Big yeah. old scam. It takes a while to uh, get all that stuff, but anyway, at the end of that period, I was able and certified to teach pre-K, preschoolers, all the way up to uh, seniors, but also um, any age. Okay. Uh, you know, for example, people that have had strokes. Oh. Um, and were, you know, maybe had to basically Parkinson's relearn degree. stuff, and yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're specialized in the speech pathology part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's so many parts to it. I probably like military veterans and all that too. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, head injuries. Yeah, that's with a, huge a one, lot yeah. of those, and um, it's hard. I found that area very hard for me, um, especially if they were high school students that went out drinking and. Got oh, into a car crash. Jesus Christ, yeah, I couldn't imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, that could have easily been me. You know, like it could have easily been any one of us. Could have easily been me. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. So um, you you, kind of take a a step back and realize how fortunate you were for how crazy of a life you lived. (laughs) You know. Yeah. So and still currently living. I'm surprised one of my friends who (laughs) ended up getting her PhD in recreation. Managed. How about my PhD in recreation? I know. I've got mine too. I, don't I think know I've got my ten thousand hours in already. But, yeah. but uh, anyway, she uh, went on to teach at Lincoln. So uh, what a great UNL. place to put your uh, recreation degree in. Yeah, yeah. I, I never knew, but um, the football players all took that class, thinking that it would be, you know, something easy. Oh, was it? But no, it's more of a psychological <laughs> side of recreation and what it does for you and um, so it's it's much deeper than what a football player would expect so um but anyway it's a lot of thinking but yeah i don't want to think that much please (laughs) i gotta practice it for (laughs) i play football good i I good football (laughs) i good at football you guys, all right, be quiet. It's my turn. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it's your time to time. <laughs> okay, now, education in the United States. Um, well, when they all landed in, in their ships, they were basically, it was religion. Oh, the based. Puritans, you mean? Like the, the, Puritans, the uh, yeah. Quakers and all them? Yeah, we have yeah. to go back a long way for education. Uh, they didn't have their schools or anything set up. They just learned their education through their... Uh, religious group. Okay, that know, makes the sense. Puritans yeah. and, mm-hmm. and all that. And the priest they all was the teacher of everything Bibles. kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. The priest was the teacher of everything, basically. Basically, yeah. well, he he did some teaching, but the parents also did a lot of teaching with their children. That makes sense. Like yeah. a blacksmith would teach him, would be the apprentice, so like his yeah. son would be the apprentice of, uh, right, that makes sense. Okay. You learn your skills yeah. uh, through your parents, and um, it wasn't until much later in the 1600s, late 1600s, that they started thinking, let's have a school. Let's specialize technology. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, no, that wouldn't be until the Industrial Revolution. No, that wouldn't be until much later either. But um, the thought of having a school, see, they didn't have their a budget or anything like that where, okay, we've got to get chalkboards and chalk and things like that, but that came into play later on uh, mm. because it, they realized that there's more to school than just, uh, uh, you know, a log cabin. Right, yeah. Uh, they had to have, uh, well, had to have heat, number one, and uh, so what you would think is the basics of a house, they, would, they had to think of for a school, too, mm. and then how many kids are going to be going uh, and back then, too. Houses weren't right next to each other. Probably just like a community community based. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, they had to um, learn how they were going to get to the new school, and uh, but after that, they uh, you know after they worked out the logistics of you know getting children to school, the person that taught it usually would be the person who had the most education. Not necessarily someone who went to teacher school. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. um, So, and usually a person after they graduate, you know, sixth to eighth grade. Okay. Kids. They they would then, uh, if they were lucky, they were able to study a little bit more for school and the teaching of school. And... uh, it was, uh, excuse me, uh, I would think it would be difficult to go from student, okay, now you're the teacher. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure those first teachers probably thought, why did I get into teaching? Like most kindergarten teachers now. <laughs> but uh, it was it was interesting. Uh, well, that's one of the things that I found out that I found interesting when we I was doing my own research for the te- for education is you know, like I always wondered why we got summers off and why it was like why it was like then it, it kind of clicked it was like oh because they were still farmers and like mm-hmm. that was still that was their livelihood was that they had to uh, you know they. You, Yes, education was important. They didn't want because that's one of the reasons why they got them to open the school 
was because the parents were doing their own things and they needed to, uh, you know, they still wanted to educate their children, but at the same time, it's like, well, we, we have all this work to do. We're running farms. We're doing this, that, and the other. And that's one of the reasons why, uh, like, summertime when they don't have school anymore is because they're planting. They're doing everything like that. And harvest. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's something that's, like, it's now 2020 and, you know, 2021, I mean, and it's something that's still in practice to this they day. just don't rethink it like this. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. kind of, it made me think of, like, other things that we haven't rethought. Like daylight savings time? Yeah, yeah like savings yeah. time. Like, they change that all the time. Like, I mean, uh, like, they introduced it into, like, I think back in the 70s with, like, Reagan. Or not with uh, Nixon. Didn't he uh, introduce? Oh, uh, I've had daylight savings yeah. time for a long time. It's like all the way back in the founding fathers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's just something like that I thought of that I was like, you know, that's something that... Like I always wondered growing up, but then I was curious, like as to why they're doing it now as an adult. I can like it just it's clicking. That's like oh, it's because yeah, they needed to do the planting. But Dan, I actually had a question for you and for both of you actually, if you guys wanted to uh, ponder on this one for a while. Uh, one of the I don't get to ponder very often. Uh, March ninth, nineteen eighteen is when they inter- enacted uh, yeah, the Savings Act. Those sons of bitches. We got discount gaming over here. Yeah, discount gaming. Jamie, uh, pull that shit up, Jamie. Yeah. Pull that shit up. But, so, for me, the biggest thing that's been bothering me about education is why is one education considered better than the other? So, an example, Harvard educated, like people, oh, I'm Harvard educated. It's like, wh- why is that considered a better school if the information is the same because uh, just better for, t-shirts maybe that's it. that I could be know. it yeah uh but a perfect example that i first started thinking of this is when i was in, taking english comp to the teacher that i had to, uh, i went to metro because it was cheaper but the teacher that i had also taught at uno and we were talking one night just kind of bullshit and he said i teach the same exact class i mean verbatim at uno yeah. but they charge three times as much as as Metro does. And I was like, oh, that just, that was the first time I thought, okay, so all information pretty much is the same. Like, I mean, you can't learn a, the War of 1812. Like, you can re- learn what happened. You can read the same books that are going to be in every library that there is. But why, if you get a history degree from Harvard, is that considered better than getting a history degree from UNO? So if you guys wanted to take that, take time, take think that over. Well, Harvard's been around a long time. True. Since the 1600s. And it was one of the first colleges that was put together. So, of course, you know, the older you are, the more that you have in terms of the people who are educating, the subjects that they taught. And it was uh, educationally based not on uh, the teachings of the Bible, as it was, let's look at everything else. Let's right. look at science. Let's look at math. And uh, so they uh, provided more variety in the types of classes that they had. That makes sense. And I, I want to know, I'm, I'm kind of more along the lines of where Mike was coming from, is like, where does where does a Harvard degree derive its value? You know, it's yeah. like, I've, I've heard something back in the, uh, I don't know how long ago it was, but it's like, they only get their value from the amount of people they reject. Right? Yeah. So it's like, it's not if you get accepted, cool, but the only reason your your Harvard degree is better than, you know, the UNO or Metro degree is because mm-hmm. the best students go there. So therefore, it attracts the best teachers. So therefore, it's, it just keeps, it piles on each other. Yeah, but then but that kind of uh, If they're teaching the same information, it doesn't. It shouldn't make a difference. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like if like, yeah. the information remains the same, that even though the teachers might be the best teachers and the students might be the best students, if you can look up 2 plus 2 equals 4, whether any part of, you know, I know this is like oversimplifying it, but right. like, you know, a Harvard Law degree is considered really prestigious, but besides, you know, like an Omaha, you know, Om- uh, University of Omaha Law degree might not be considered as prestigious mm-hmm. as that, but I mean, it's still the law. You know, I'm I mean, going to counter that with a little bit. So, I in, in at North, 
Right. Like, I, I love North. Don't get me wrong. But the te- the science teachers absolutely sucked. I hated it. Um, I hated science. And now I have a fucking tattoo of physics on my, my arm because if I would have been this involved in physics when I was in high school, I'd have probably been a particle physicist. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, because it's the teacher does inspire yeah. more than just right. relay information to you. I, I, Donna could probably tell, uh, tell can uh, talk about this a little bit more because you have experience in it. Uh, yeah, in the um, you, you're, you're not taught to just, you know, listen and then spit it back out again. Right. Yeah. You have to learn how everything works together. Yeah. And it's not just a matter of memorization. And that's what's the, I think that's the biggest problem with, with schools today is you're being taught for the test. You're not being taught oh, for yeah. the concept. Teaching you know? to the test. Yeah, it's like you just, uh, all the information in your head and then spew it back out and then all of a sudden you don't remember shit. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and it's like, it, and that is the absolute worst way we can teach people. And it is. It's, uh, and, and it started with, in 01 with Bush's uh, CRT shit, like no no, uh, no, no child, child left behind. Yeah. yeah. And I actually have a really good story about that. So uh, in my j- junior year of high school, uh, we were, that's when it was, I graduated in 08, so this would have been 07. So this was, you know, Bush is seven years into his presidency. Somehow that motherfucker got eight years. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how it happened. Yeah, he should have gotten four. He should have yeah. lost him. Anyway, go on. Well, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> should have lost a core. We are uh, taking CRTs. Like, it's, at this point, it's... I, 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 Every single teacher yeah. hated it. They yeah. openly oh. mocking how, how terrible this was. This mm-hmm. is what happened. Yeah. So we had to write a paper about uh, an inspiring person that we would want to bring to the school, and we'd have to talk about why they... Why you want to do that. Well, me as the... Uh, I guess, aspiring writer that I wanted. I didn't like that assignment. I thought that was kind of dumb. So I thought, you know, why not bring one person? Like, instead of bringing one person, let's bring five. Because it had to be five, six paragraphs long. So I wrote about, like, we could bring a priest to uh, to the school. And he could, like a, like a Jesuit priest. So he could talk about, like, what it is to be a Jesuit. Like, that's the people who seek out knowledge. And they're the ones who are trying to, like, they're the... Uh, uh, like the historians, pretty much of the uh, Catholic Church or whatever, and then we can bring like a doctor, we can bring a lawyer, we can bring a homeless person or a veteran, and they can tell us their life experiences because those life experiences are going to be very important to students that are going to be able to that are thinking about where they want to go. Right. And I gave turned it into my teacher. I was like one of the first ones done because I was fucking passionate about it. I wrote I wrote it super quickly because it just came out. And uh, teacher takes it, reads it, and he goes, "Mike, come here for a minute." And we step out. It was a little porta potty, uh, portable. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. So like, that is a small class. Yeah. No, it was a, a portable classroom, and he was coming out, come out, and step outside for me real quick. And I talked to him, and he's like, "Look, if you turn this into me, I'm gonna have to fail you." And I mm-hmm. said, "What?" He said, "It's not what they want." You did a great paper, and if I was grading this on my own, I would give you an A on it because it's a great paper. But what they are asking for is a one. You're not following the directions of the CRT. That's they ask for one person. So here's what I did: uh, Man versus Wild had just been popular. Bear, Bear Grylls. Grylls. Love yeah, that I had for some reason I had that whole fucking commercial memorized because I saw it so yeah. much. I wrote down the whole entire commercial verbatim. And just expounded on a couple of the points from it. Yeah, I got an A on the fucking paper. Of course you did. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's the thing. That's the worst part of the of these things is you're you're not letting the kids excel. So yeah. when it comes to no child left behind, you're teaching to the dumbest kid. Like you're you're holding the smartest kid back to the dumbest kid's level. Right. And you, okay, like I'm glad the dumbest kid doesn't fucking get left in the cracks, but he's gonna anyways. You know, it's like, it's it's not like it solved anything. Yeah. You know, like, let the kids excel in what they excel at. And then don't talk, don't hold them back because you have one stupid fucking kid in the back of the class that doesn't pay attention. You right. know, like, just because that kid doesn't pay attention doesn't mean that the, mo- the brightest kids in the class should be held back. Well, it also like, mean, doesn't mean that that kid who's not paying attention 
isn't good at he what he's exactly. what he's learning. Yeah, because that's the like the one awesome aspect that I keep coming to when I think about education is that anyone can learn. There's not a yeah. single person, animal, thing, anything in this world that can't learn. Now we can talk about like conditioning, which is I don't isn't learning. I think that's a uh, it's conveying of information. Yeah, it's it's yeah. you're teaching something or someone to do something psycho on a psychological level. Right. And but I'm talking when, when I'm talking about learning or education, there's there's not a person who can't learn. This this is the uh, this is the awful podcast. This, Let's is, see, this uh, is the awesome one. <laughs> this is the awesome one. Yeah, we did awesome first. I thought. Oh, we're doing awful right now. Oh, okay, we're doing real, real, real. Okay, because and we've been. This is actually because I want to do the no child left behind thing in the awful one. So uh, okay, okay. So this is gonna be the awful one. This is the first right, one to be the awful one. Uh, awful aspects <laughs> of education. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and re-education camps. Yeah. Well, that's, that's and, where, because yeah. it's a double-edged like sword. Sounds like Russia. No, it's China. They're, yeah. they're going on right now. They're putting in Uyghurs in the, in the re, what they call, quote-unquote, <sighs> re-education camps. Yeah. Literally just show, throw, shipping these people off to internment camps. It's yeah. absolutely barbaric what they're doing right now. And everyone, no one wants to bat an eye because the Chinese economy is the best economy in the world. And yeah. you don't yeah. want to piss off the Chinese. Well, fuck you, Chinese. Seriously. Like, these are human beings, you know? And I, I swear to God, I'm going to get taken out in the middle of the night with, with my views. But, you know, actually, I was teaching at, at uh, the middle school level and high school when uh, a big group from China came over to observe our Are education system. Anyways, well, right. <laughs> they might have been a small group, but to me, they seem yeah, bigger. You know, you. I'm just your average height, so. Uh, but that's what they wanted to learn more about was how we teach our classes, especially how do we handle special education students, mm. the students that aren't learning at the same pace yeah. as their uh, peers. So they wanted to know more about that. And um, I was so pleased they, did, they didn't come to my class. But uh, <laughs> I was teaching mostly... Uh, at the high school and junior high level, I was teaching a lot of vocabulary, how to look at vocabulary in terms of synonyms, homonyms, and so forth. Sure. And at the high school level, you look more at grammar and how to write. So um, that wasn't too interesting for them. So they wanted to see all the other classes. And the resource classes is how they refer to them now. Right. Um, learning about all the different subjects and how do you teach reading, how do you teach um, math skills and history and all the other things that they need for their classes. So it's not exactly, it's not teaching to the test, at least in some districts. Right. But in other school districts, they did do a lot of teaching to the test. Mm. And that, to me, um, did not sit well because you're not doing them any favors. Yeah. If the information is that all they have to do is spit it back out, well, what if that question isn't on the test? Yeah. Like, what, what if they've that? rewarded yeah. it? Mm -hmm. And those are the kids that have a big problem with it. Honestly, I had, I had that same problem back in high school, um, is I would learn the concept, or I would learn the, the equations real easy. Right, mm -hmm. but then when they put that same equation into a word problem, because I didn't understand uh, the concept, I had no idea how to extract the information, put it into the equation I needed to put it in, and come out, and, and then manufacture the right answer. So yeah. I would always get word problems wrong because I would only only be taught or memorize what I needed to learn, yeah. and then take the test and be absolutely dumbfounded. It's, it was it's like, and, and and I think that's in part the teacher not teaching the concept and only teaching to the test. But I mean, it's still. It's still uh, gross to me how they how they how they taught me, you know. And well, yeah, that's uh, so. Then we're doing the awful one. That's one of the things that I really wanted to talk about was the how what is the the curriculum curriculum mm. that they want to teach. That's what I was going to get to uh, next. Yeah, curriculum. Curriculum. Who? Curriculum. Curriculum. Who chooses? <laughs> who chooses the curriculum? You know, it's like who like who gets to choose what, what, what comes into these. Well, for me, it's the math aspect of it, because now, like, my last math class that I took was called College, college Algebra, it was Math 13-15. We were getting towards the end of it, and as I was talking to my teacher about it, he was like, I honestly don't know why 
they're having me teach you this stuff. This is pre-calculus level math. And I said, excuse me? I was like, I was just doing fucking algebra mm-hmm. last last semester, last quarter. Why am I doing pre-calculus math now? And that's and he was just like, that's what UNO wants. And that's like, I, 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 we're going to sound like an asshole here when I say we need to rethink how we teach math. Because I don't know, I know math is really important. It's one of the most important aspects that we need to have as an edu- as edu- educated math society. Is, math is the only universal language. Exactly. I uh-huh. mean, it's it's needed worldwide. Maybe what they need to do, I think, in my eyes, is definitely rework how they. I didn't even hear what you were saying. I now. said maybe emojis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need an emoji class. Yeah, but. <laughs> For me, the uh, the teaching of math has become so fucking asinine and backwards it is, yeah. that I just it makes me fucking furious. Like just think, like, I'm so glad I only have to take statistics now. I'm gonna be taking that at UNO because I can't take it at Metro. They just are browbeat the shit out of cool. you. Yeah. Oh my god. But the, what's the standard deviation? Ex quotient. Uh, you need yeah. that for uh, some things. Yeah, I can tell you right now. Yeah, some things. Yeah. Well, it depends <laughs> on what you're studying. Right. Like you need it for statistics. Well, it needs to be and specialized. And you need it yeah. like after I would give a test, I have to figure where this child, um, as compared to kids his age, right. where does he stand? I mean, is he uh, average, above average? Is he uh, below average? Yeah, with what and that's why you need the standard deviation and um, the bell curve. And yeah, yeah that's yeah. where the bell curve mm-hmm. comes in. Yep. And some teachers just glom on to that and think, oh, well, I've got to teach everything for, towards this bell curve. And no, that's the problem that I found with, um, and they, you have a class on this too, believe it or not, um, about curriculum. Your guide to curriculum. How is curriculum figured out? Well, the people that figure it out can be a school board. It can be um, a a state board. Like a PTA, maybe? No, not PTA. We don't let them people. We don't let them people people close to the... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it was... uh, Those people. What do you mean, those people? Those people. (laughs) Yeah, they're human. Uh, barely. But anyway, um, what we had to do was uh, the teachers now do a lot more curriculum development, and it's during the summer where they get extra pay for it. Mm, okay. So, depend, you know, and that's not even dependent on the, uh, the subject. You, know, you could have math teachers do it, um, doing the math part. And then um, all the other subjects are divided up to the teachers in their specialty. Okay. So it's a little bit more um, geared towards the students that they're teaching. But uh, these new math (coughs) things, some of the teachers shake their heads at it too. Like the new ways to multiple multiplications and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and I I was like seeing a couple of what they call TikToks. Is that what I I still have that app? Thank God. But, um, <laughs> so you figure out stuff. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> like they were showing like how to do a new multiplication table. I was like, I have no idea what I'm looking at. Yeah. Like, how about you just do four times eight, and then you go, okay, that's thirty-two, and then you put the two, and you put the three above the other fucking number, and mm-hmm. then they'll say like it's say forty-eight times eight, right? Yeah. You just go four times eight, or four or thirty-eight times four. So you have thirty-two. You put the two, and then you put the three up there, twelve, and then fifteen. So it's one hundred fifty-two, and it's like. That's way easier. I never could have figured that out that fast. Well, that's, I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> but it, that's way easier than like, okay, since there's a, a column here and a column here and a column here and a row here and a row here, and then you, you, you add these two numbers together, add these two numbers together, and then you're going to come up with these two numbers, and then you add those two numbers together. It's like you, you added like five or six different steps that you don't need. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're making kids dumber with this. Yeah. Like, who, who came up with this? You know? It's like yeah. what, compound yeah. math? or Yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's one thing that, uh, when it comes to the, for me, like I can tell you right now, Dan, I don't remember jack shit from any of those math classes. If you look at my transcripts, though, always. Well, look it, at you. Yeah. Humble so, brag over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the look at math class. We got anyway. a little mathematician yeah, over there. Yeah, right. 
they're gonna think this guy knows how to do this guy knows how to add his fucking words his numbers together yeah that's the thing don't give him a word problem he's got 10 fingers word problems are tough and when it gets to 12 yeah that's when I start having problems you got 5 fingers 5 toes true true (laughs) (laughs) but so the the, six what I wanted to like the what I'm talking about was what I how they need to change math is I can't like my college career was riding on me getting a good grade in math. Like I was, I main I maintained a 4.0 GPA, and I did that through sheer uh, stress and panic and night doing, sweats. Yeah, night Lots sweats of anxiety. and anxiety and freaking out and cussing out at people. That should be up. how educate education should be fun. Yeah, it should and, be uh-huh. inspiring. It should be awe inspiring. It yeah, should be. Making, Something, yeah, yeah. They're making these math classes so mandatory and such a high priority in math classes, like in just the uh, like what you need to use to have to graduate, it's, it's one, it's just asinine, but two, it's also like borderline sadistic because, like, we live in an age now where information is at our fingertips constantly. Not, it's not just giving it to the NSA. We can look up whatever math problem we want to. We can plug it into Google, and Google will do it for us. Now, I'm not, that's like the participation trophy of doing math. I understand that. So what we need to teach people instead of... How to use Google. Not, no, not instead of... <laughs> well, well, yes, that's the main thing, too, because the number of times I've had to talk to people... I've needed that. They're like, how do I do this? I don't know. Did you Google it? No. no. Well, here, let me, I look it up and I figure it out. They're like, well, how do you know how to do that? Well, I can type a sentence into a search bar and they yeah. can tell me the answer. But, like... Another dark aspect is who 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 comes up with the criteria on Google, right? Yeah. That's, like, now, now that's the information that is gold standard information for some reason. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. I but, Googled it, but it's Google, right? Yeah. Like, hmm. But, so... I don't look at it like that, too. Uh... Like, so what I think they need to do is like what you're saying about teaching the concepts because when they're teaching us, like, yes, this this is the equation that you need to use when you're trying to solve uh, polynomials. Like, okay, cool. Like, but isn't that like one of those new uh, LGBT things that you're a polynomial? No. No, oh, no it's uh, not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll start calling them. Jesus, Dan, we're going to get canceled before we even have a chance to get uh, I, I don't know. I hope Sarah doesn't care about that. I don't think she will. Sarah, but I mean, we love you, Sarah. Sarah, you're awesome. Uh, oh, and Abby and Rachel. We have two. two uh, we have, yeah, right. Abby and Rachel. Thank you so much. Yes. We appreciate you listening. Yeah, we should shout uh, them out. Huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also, yeah. guys, fucking email us. Awesome, yeah, yeah. podcast. We'll check that email one of those days. <laughs> I do. I check it. Oh. Like, I get notifications when I get a new one. I haven't got a new email yet, so. Uh, well, do so uh, you email you? Yeah, I know sure. how to do that now. Yeah, I mean, I've showed you like 30 times. <laughs> you can Google it. <laughs> yeah, you can Google how to use Gmail. But no, so the... What I'm saying... How to email. The, uh, 1997. <laughs> how do I send an electronic mail? Where do I put the stamp? Where do I put the stamp? <laughs> it doesn't show me where I'm supposed to write the, the address. The return address, yeah. Where's yeah. the return address? <laughs> how does this work? <laughs> Where's Buffalo Bill or whatever that is? Is it Buffalo? <laughs> Who's the one that delivered the mail in the? Uh, old that was time? the Pony Express. Pony Express. Pony Express. Yeah, but there was like a, a person that was famous. Uh, I think his name was Buffalo Bill. No, Buffalo Bill was a serial killer in the fictionalized. But he got oh, he got that name from a from a real person. I think. You mean oh, Buffalo Bill Cody? Kind of need to look this up. Well, actually, his house isn't too far from the line of where the Pony Express was. Ah, we discovered that. Yeah. Okay, My uh, nephew and Buffalo his wife. Cody. We we can't hear you on the microphone. So. Oh. William Frederick Cody was an American soldier, bison hunter, and showman. See, that's yeah. mostly what he was. Yeah, but yeah. Buffalo. You should Bell. see his house. Was yeah, lots of dead bodies in the in the well. Well, I didn't look down put, the well. Putting the lotions <laughs> on the skin and get the, get the <laughs> There, I didn't see any skins hanging up to dry either, but. Um, his house is awesome, Victorian, very cool, and uh, it's not far from where the Pony Express riders would go. I mean, they had to have fresh horses at these places, and at my nephew's house, it was it was actually one of the last places they could go on the line because it followed basically I six eight or I eighty. 
Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. And uh, their house was a cabin that was left over and abandoned. Oh. They turned it into a real house. That's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. But um, I'm going to use a math term. Okay. No. And I'm going to turn Mike's awesome aspect into an awful aspect. Hit me. Okay. So you earlier you mentioned how anybody and everybody and every creature can learn, right? Right. Yeah. That's how the Nazis kill all the Jews. Because they learned Elaborate. that they were dogs. They learned that they learned were, helplessness. They learned helplessness. Yeah. They, they learned that these guys were the trash that was absolutely destroying their country and we need to exterminate them all. They learned that. Yeah. Well, that's one of the awful aspects of the same that the, yeah, the exactly. double edged sword the double edged everyone yeah. can learn exactly. anything. That's why I brought it up. The, yeah. uh, uh, another thing, too, like just happened recently in my. Uh, like three quarters ago, back when we actually still were could go to school, the, it was oh yeah, it was back right in before, the old days. Yeah, it <laughs> was right before they actually canceled school and we had to go online. So it was in March of 2020. Right this girl, yeah, this girl was she was born and raised in Texas and went to high school in Texas, and they're still taught that the Civil War is a war of northern aggression. It is. No, 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 Dan. Abe Lincoln was a fascist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got two lines of thinking here. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Someone save us. I'm going to Austin, so I have to leave this stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a, that's a. Gonna uh, get a hat, too. Yeah. Cowboy boots. I got to. I got to fit in. Yeah. yeah. You might so. get kicked out as a queer. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We don't like that language around here. That's yeah. right. Not yeah, that sir. language. Yeah, you're going to get all your southern drawl going on here now? I can teach you that. I know a lot of dialects. Mm. Yeah, sir. <laughs> you just going to... No, I'm good. I'll just bring, bring it out on. slow like molasses. I'll bring it... I think that's more like a South Carolina one. <laughs> oh, uh, please. It's from yeah. Savannah. <laughs> Savannah. That's Savannah a comes pouring out of your mouth like molasses. Yeah. Uh, but no, so, <laughs> like, that's the... Uh, one of the other uh, awful aspects that I was thinking of for education is... What is being taught? Because, like you said, Nazi, news. Yeah, Nazi Germany. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you yeah, have to have you have to have like reliable sources for your information. Yeah, you have and, to have integrity. Yeah, yeah, that's. But yeah, if the yeah. person who is teaching you doesn't have integrity, they can teach that agenda. Integrity bombs. Yeah, they can uh, teach whatever agenda that they have. So, uh -huh. like, that's where a lot of uh, colleges now are. You know, these bastions of uh, they call it woke free speech. Culture. Yeah, woke culture is yes. because these teachers are thinking that they know better and well, they're teaching. You know what happened things. with that, right? What? So basically, like, you've heard of Evergreen, what happened to Evergreen? Yeah, right? yeah. So um, most of society, like the silent majority, mm -hmm. was all like, oh, that's just a higher education thing. Nobody really cares what's going on inside college universities. These kids who are taking uh, gender studies classes aren't going to be getting jobs when they get out of college. You know, they're just going to be burnouts and they're going to yeah. end up learning the real world, quote unquote. Well, lo and behold, these motherfuckers get out of college and then they get in positions of influence. And yeah. once they get positions of influence, that's when they start fucking literally brainwashing people into this woke culture, quote unquote. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, and then if you don't comply with their message, all of a sudden they have a, a reason to call you a bigot or a reason to call you a racist or a Nazi or whatever. They use these terms. Uh, just very, very, very loosely, you know, and yeah. and 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 you have no, you, you can't, you have no, no ground to stand on because now these people who are in the uh, uh, sphere or the power of influence of the B, they're able to, to turn the masses against you. That's how this cancel culture shit started. Yeah, like it's mm -hmm. it's absolutely batshit crazy what's going on, and 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 most people are sheep. They just fucking go with the fucking group think. You know, yeah, they that's don't one thing, themselves. like, from watching that Evergreen documentary, but I remember, Oh, you did uh, watch it, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, one of the people that they were being interviewed, he was like, fuck your free speech. Yeah. It's like, oh, sweetheart, yeah. do you not know what they, what you're saying? Yeah. Like, if you want to get rid of free speech, guess what? There's a difference like, between hate speech and yeah. speech you hate. Yeah. You know, you're guys, so you're like, like three steps away yeah. from getting turned, thrown into a fucking internment camp, bro. Because... Look at the duct tape. <laughs> right, seriously. And, and taking away free speech. And these people, they're so blinded by this that they don't understand that just because they have the power now doesn't mean they're going to lose the power later. Yeah. That, that same tactic is going to be used right against you. 
Yeah. You know, it's like all of a sudden what you're saying is no longer accepted by the people in power. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden we're going to cancel you now. Well, so that's it's happening. Like, it's free happening speech right works both ways here. Yeah. With uh, transgender rights. Right. So if you are a woman, if you are a lesbian woman, like I, I know lesbians that are, have this problem that are speaking out because like, like, yeah, you know, I'm not getting, I'm being excised from the community because I'm a woman. They're like, well, you're not, that's not being inclusive. Like, that's what, uh... <laughs> you could be so inclusive, but you're exclusive. Yeah, that's like, crazy. like, like, what the fuck, I'm <laughs> yeah, a, a lesbian, I've been discriminated against my entire fucking life, yeah, and like, now, all of a sudden, I'm not inclusive enough for a trans, what? The thing is, it's a whole tribal, t uh, tribal mentality, yeah. right? If you're not yeah. with us, you're against us kind of thing. Well, that's one of the things mm -hmm. that happened with, like, J.K. Rowling, like, oh, yeah. they she, were like... She had a very reasonable stance, yeah. like, if anybody just, yeah. like, actually read what she says... But, it's really reasonable. So what happened is that, to me, what happened to me, what I thought is, because I read everything. I read what she tweeted, and I was like, yeah, you know, like, the transgender men, like, that are, so they started off as being biologically female, but they were born a man inside, so they want to transition to being a man. Before they have that surgery, or they have make that final transition, they still technically menstruate. And so, not technically menstruate, they do menstruate, but they don't want to call... Everyone who menstruates a woman, and so J.K. Rowling goes <laughs> off. Christ. Oh, that yeah. broke my brain. Yeah, ah, yeah. Okay. So J.K. <laughs> Rowling get a goes. Chalkboard. Yeah, yeah. Gets <laughs> chalkboard. We need, need that felt board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we yeah. need the felt board. But yeah, so J.K. Rowling goes on and says, "What do you mean, like people who menstruate? You mean women? Like because <laughs> if we get rid of the term woman, like do you understand like what what is at stake here? And oh, lo and behold." Uh, trans men aren't trans women aren't women all of a sudden it's like whoa guys she hates women no she loves women that's the thing like they that's said that's what some people were saying yeah though. that she was saying that trans men or trans women aren't women and I was like guys she fucking never said that yeah like yeah. she never did like I read every single word that she's ever posted about this whole entire shitty situation she never once claimed that they this that trans women aren't women Okay, so what she was saying was, we can't get rid of the term women, because if you do, you just throw away women's rights, uh, gay rights, there's no gay marriage now, uh, women don't have the right, they never fought for the right to vote then. Yeah, like, what the, happened to women's suffrage? Like, yeah. it used oh, to be Lord. A, like, it used to be actually a noble fight, and now it's turning into, I think they just hate men, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's they ridiculous. Just, they just live in the would, 70s. It is, yeah. Early 70s, or late 60s. But what happened to J.K. Rowling and why, like, so everyone's, like, Harry Potter, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson. Oh, they all turned right? against her, right? Yeah, they all came out. Yeah. Well, well, because, like, they didn't want to get caught in the fucking mill. Because this was cancel culture, so if you go and agree with her, then guess what? You're canceled. And so they didn't want to be, they didn't want to be canceled. They are still young and they want their careers. So they were like, oh, yeah, well, she totally, what she said was wrong and I disagree with her. But because, like, there, uh, it's gotten to the point now that if you don't agree with the majority now, then all of a sudden you're a horrible human being, you're a bigot, you're a fascist, or what this, that, and the ever. So, like, I want to preface all this with I support everyone's right to be who they are. If they want to transition from male to female or female to male, good. Do it. You have deserve every right to be comfortable in your own body. You have that mischievous <laughs> look on your face. Right? I was, was going to say, fuck that, but I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled. It's cool. Yeah. Don't but, show your true feelings. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Though. Yeah. Like, full like, disclosure, I, I fuck around a lot on this uh, with, like, I, I play devil's advocate a, a lot. And, but by all means, like, whatever makes you happy, do it. Like, I don't give a shit, yeah. honestly. But don't make me, make, don't, make me support you like yeah. that that's fascist 101 that's fascism 101 it really is and you then have you, to support or you're not you're yeah the otherwise you're the it's like it, that that you're with us or against us mentality is is absolutely ruining it, yeah. ruining your message mm -hmm. it's like how about if you want really if you do want truly want inclusive inclusivity you get more fucking uh uh flies with honey than vinegar or whatever that fucking term is right yeah you get more flies with honey than you would with vinegar. yeah so it's like be inclusive if you really want your message to be inclusive or inclusivity, be inclusive. Yeah. Don't all of a sudden wall off your enemies or your quote unquote enemies. Yeah. If you don't agree, if they don't agree with you, 
just explain your position. And then if they still don't agree with you from there, they're probably stupid, right? And then you don't want them on your team anyways. But just let them be. You don't have to fucking ostracize these fucking people, yeah, you, you know? Like, what what happened about, you know, that saying about burning bridges? Like, you, we need people. And, like, you need to have, like, a nuanced conversation with somebody. Like, you can be, like, I want everyone to be able to get married. I want, uh, I want the gays to be able to get married, buy marijuana legally, and own guns. Like, whoa, I whoa, just... whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what a look. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I, I was going to say, I don't want the gays around, but... I, I'm just <laughs> I was um, ready to run out the door. <laughs> you got to get these... What are they going to do? Start turning the freaking frogs gay. Yeah, Obama turned the frogs gay. They took our germs. It's just asinine to me that if you don't agree with what I'm saying, then... That means you're my enemy. And it's like, guys, what, what's next? Are you going to start burning books? Right. Like, are you going to start having rallies where you need to say we need to destroy these people? Because guess what? You're fucking falling dangerously close to being a fucking Nazi well, here. Well, look, it's not like they're they're already burning the books. But yeah. they're burning the digital books. So, like, this cancel culture shit is, is, is exactly that. It's book burning. It's canceling information you don't want to listen to or you don't want to hear or you don't want to see. Like I said, it's hate speech is not speech you hate. Yeah. Speech you hate, you still you're forced to listen to because it mm-hmm. challenges your perspectives, yeah. and you need your perspective per- perspectives challenged. Otherwise, you're stuck in your goddamn echo chamber, and yeah. you're gonna get shit like this. And when people don't realize that, or, or when people try and cancel the other side, and and it's just lazy, lazy thinking. It's, it's all it is. Very it's just lazy it's. And I think that, to round it all out, I think that's a product of our education system. I really do. Same here. Yeah. And it's, I think, I personally feel like the education system has failed me. Because I was put in dumb people classes. Just because I was, I played football. I played sports. I was a, I was a jock. And they just, and obviously I didn't try very hard, you know. But like, I feel like I'm not as dumb as a lot of those fucking kids that were in my class, you know. But I just, I, I skated along with a B because I didn't have to do anything in those classes. All I had to do was show up and pass the test. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was dumb. So yeah, it's well. I didn't do any homework and passed with a B. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's yeah. kind of. Uh, yeah. I always wondered how like your high school experience went because you graduated what nine? Two thousand nine. So like for me, uh, like I didn't care about high school. I hated high school. I, well, I hated I hated the classes. Yeah. Oh no, um, I hated everything about it because I mean uh, I was six five. I was way over. I was morbidly obese. I still am, but I'm like working on that. But like, fuck yeah, you are. High school was. <laughs> awful for uh high school is awful for people of my size and like i got tired of people like you need to play football why didn't you play football because i don't want to fucking hurt people you wouldn't have hurt anybody you You gone d1 baby well back in sixth and seventh grade he had six kids hanging on to him trying to tackle him somebody's gonna get hurt and it's not him good (laughs) (laughs) but they, they know what they that, they know what they signed up for. I know. Like I know, but it, it, <laughs> yeah. you should see the pictures of like these NFL players. Uh-huh. Um, and when they were in high school, they look like grown men. Like I just saw yeah. a, a picture of DK Metcalf. You know who that is? When he was in high school on the track team, uh, right next to his same kid who was same age as him, he looked like a, a tiny child compared man, to him. That man is going so scary. It's exactly. So, so like I mean, you were just bigger than everybody. Yeah. It means you could have absolutely dominated everybody, which would have been fantastic but you know it is what it is but, but so i mean like, it, it's your choice ultimately yeah. you know it's not anybody else's choice or anything like that and and, and you probably got made fun of right i'm oh, assuming yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, every yeah. Day. so and but i mean okay. it's not right to do that but i mean it's just like you can't cancel those people either oh, you no, know like I, I would, but like for yeah. my high school experience like I didn't care. Right. And they tried to force college down my throat. So this is one of the That's the thing. That I, they tried to do that. They did did do that with me. Yeah. But go on. Yeah. What that I wanted to bring up is that I uh, an awful aspect is that like vocational schools or skill trade schools, trade schools are seen as lesser. Right. Where like, where did that ever come from? Yeah. I don't know where that came from at from at all because one of the or not just one, but several classes are geared towards teaching these these skills yeah and different you know where would we be without homemaking classes you know that's what it was called when i went to school and well, those then, are for the women yeah that's it's <laughs> not just for women you could have learned how to make a, a slip make me a yeah. sandwich <laughs> 
someone how to set the table. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't have killed you. No. But um, I would have loved to have been, and this is when we didn't have a choice. Right. Girls did this, boys did that. And the boys got to do the fun stuff, I thought, because you got to use power tools. Right, yeah. And to, to me, yeah. you know, oh, we got a cute little sewing machine. Oh, okay, yeah. Susie Homemaker, it looks familiar. But, um, you know, it just, it really limited the choices, limited what we could learn in terms of not just the skill, but also the vocabulary around it. Mm. You know, if people start talking strictly about what they're trained in, then you've lost half the crowd because we all weren't trained with the same vocabulary. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and we weren't trained with the same skills because I would have loved to learn about how to make uh, like woodworking. Right. My grandpa did that. He made he made little candles and him big stuff too, but um, candle holders, you know. Oh, cool. And yeah, uh, so it just to me it just really limited women at, at such an early age that uh, knowing what's really important for you, honey. Here, pat on the head. Go set the table. Yeah. Go be a secretary and make your make your husband. Yeah, make your yeah. Husband they tried to yeah. tell me to be go yeah. be a go secretary. Out and, go out and get a husband so he can support you. Kind yeah, of thing, right? that's yeah. really what I grew up for. Mm -hmm. Is just to get married and no right. way. That, uh, that was pretty dark, actually. Like, that's like, and that was like generational. Like that was mold, like that's only recently changed. You yeah, know? like that's that's all gone all through decades. What since like the fifties when men were like uh, came home from the war, they were just like. Huh. We can do whatever the yeah, fuck that, we want. Yeah, you know, that was like, the same, like Rosie put up your riveters to yeah, make her home. Exactly, yeah, go yeah. back to the kitchen. Yep. Yeah. Men are back at work. Yeah, men are back. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It's sad because Dominating they the really enjoyed that work we of make work, making airplanes. <laughs> what is he talking about? We need to go back to when that men women were in the kitchen. That's how we need to make America great again. That's how we make Jesus. America great again, baby. Help me. Save me someone. <laughs> but I'm when just, they I'm made the women go back to the kitchen, I it's like, I, I love to weld, though. You know, where am I going to weld? Yeah. I can fix my own toaster now, damn it. And, uh, you know, they just, the too. It, they just yeah. cut them off. Yeah. Start a plant obsolescence. Ooh. And uh, that should be, uh, you want to get in that real quick? Oh, the, uh, sorry. Planned obsolescence. That should yeah. be one of our next topics because that's think, a fantastic one. I yeah. love that. But there's no really awesome side to it. Yeah. <laughs> like you, no, there really know, isn't an awesome like, side to it. They make it. They they make things in order to be broken, broken. so yeah. you have to buy something new. Like they broken. literally engineer it to break. Like they do it with your fucking iPhones and shit too. Yeah. And, well, yeah. iPhones. It, so that's one thing I was. I take. I have to take a little pee break there. Uh, the, Thanks for sharing. Yes. yes. Well, things that <laughs> we heard. They uh, needed to, uh, I think they should change for, like, the education, uh, for, like, math. Yeah. Like. We need to send everybody to re-education camps. No. No, we don't oh. need to send people to re-education camps. <laughs> oh, we're not camps. on the same path. Same math. Same the Fuhrer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what we need, like, like, there's so many things that I wish I would have learned in school. Like, you know, how the stock market works. Because how to do my taxes. Yeah, how to do my taxes. I learned about, that stuff when I was in high school. Yeah, no, they just well, force they, they really force feed you yeah. math now. Like I guess I don't need to know y equals mx plus b. Like that that means fuck off to me. Like it doesn't mean <laughs> you can do your taxes with that. No, you can't. I've tried. <laughs> I've done it. Yeah, the IRS is coming after me. But yeah. I mean, like, I, I was able to do it. Yeah, that. I go a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Yeah, what's here's five cents. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, it's clear. This is what you taught me. Yeah, this is math, guys. Yeah, yeah. but no, so like, new math. Yeah, right. Well, why didn't they teach us like how to do our taxes or like how the stock market works? Because I never like, knew. Another reason I, th I feel like high school and school in general failed yeah. all of us as a generation. Like because yeah. like yeah. the stock market is uh, has always been seen as something you have only can do with money. And so why would they teach the uh, poor people that, oh, you can make money on the stocks because it's basically just gambling and it's not really real. So, uh, I don't know. It's just, there's like, yeah, so gambling, uh, not gambling. <laughs> gambling? Stuff, yeah. Oh, it now we're talking gambling. my language. Gambling uh, for money. The stock market, I wish they would have taught us how, how to fucking change a tire. Uh, my dad taught me that. Yeah, but, but like, 
parents are, are, are should be a vital uh, a vital system or vital part of the education system. Yeah. Though. I guess. Yeah. yeah, but so yeah, there's there, just these things like they yeah. used to, because back even in my generation, like if you got called home, if your parents got called while you were in school, you were in deep shit. Yeah. But now, if the if the parents get called or if you go home and tell your parents that you got in trouble at school, the parents are not going to go yell at the teachers. Yeah. Like it's like what the fuck just happened here? It's like the teachers used to have like an authoritative, uh, like they used to be an authority figure. Yeah. You know, it's like now it's just like now they're just a person that you uh, release your frustrations on. Yeah, you don't understand what like what how my special child needs to learn. Well, I think the biggest uh, awful topic that we haven't brushed on here, Dan, is the pay and mom uh, Donna here is the pay that educators get. Uh, because to me, uh, it sickens me that a uh, high school educated or high school dropout can be making millions of dollars because he knows how to put a ball through a hoop really well. Uh, that just <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with this picture? Yeah, but uh, or they, they they play the sports ball real well. You know, like just pick it's your a sport. sign of a sick society, sir. Yeah, that is what that is. Um, because the Greeks. Love their teachers, yeah. you know, like literally Aristotle, like Spa, right? Yeah, Socrates, Plato, and Aristotle. Yeah, you remember them through literally millennia, yeah, because that's how much they valued their teachers. Yeah. You know, now you're going to learn about Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Generations ahead of us are going to know who Patrick Mahomes is. Yeah, it's because it's a sign of a sick society. It's a sign of a society that is dumb, and all we do is is built to learn, or we're built to work. We're not built to think for ourselves. Yeah, that's another reason why I think the education system has failed us as a gener- as multiple generations, yeah. and it's and it's only because they want you to sit down and shut up and don't think for yourself. Yeah. that's all it is. It's like, well, okay, uh, we lost all of our creative side. We've lost all of our creativity, and uh, what you get it back in art class or music class, you know, and it's like all of a sudden. Um, your art and music class gets cut because it's not as important as the science is, right? So you lose. Yeah, you lose, it's you not just, as important. Uh, creativity yeah. is important. Is and, important. And Einstein, my hero, literally says creativity is the key to his genius. You know, it's like yeah. how if he wasn't creative, we'd have never gotten special relativity or, yeah. or general relativity yeah. for that matter. You know, it's like it's it's but you it, need to have that creative mind to come up with something new. Right. Like, because if you are just learning what has already been taught before... You're just going to vomit what you already know. Yeah, you're not going to have that spark in your mind to have that new idea. And to, uh, actually to uh, channel some students' uh, minds, you, uh, you try to harness their creativity. What do they like to do? What are they interested in? And that's how you can teach some students. Especially the ones that the teachers say, oh, this kid can't learn anything. Well, have you looked at all the things that he can do in, say, art or um, in wood class? Oh, we did miss a whole part of this. Yeah. Intelligence. Yeah. So intelligence, so IQ, is super dark. Yeah. You guys guys know the history of of, of IQ tests? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to learn that, too. Exceedingly (laughs) racist. Like, like I'm not one of those that just says race dominates everything, but IQ tests are extremely racist. (laughs) Like, so far, they don't even know. They're not the only tests. There are so many tests that I had to learn to give uh, for language, vocabulary, um, uh, articulation, speech, mm-hmm. and uh, the pictures that they use to uh, elicit a spontaneous uh, word oh. instead of model- modeling every word. You yeah. can't get a good measure of what they can do when you model everything. So you have to look for spontaneity. Mm-hmm. And that would be the only way that you could tell that, well, this test really is made for white kids. Uh, I don't know too many people that um, say there was this one um, articulation test where they had a a pipe. Okay, I don't know anybody who knows what a pipe is. Uh, You know, no, (laughs) (laughs) this these were tobacco pipes. Oh, okay. And that was something hardly any kid knew. And they looked at so they used pictures that would only uh, trigger a response from somebody who was exposed to it. 
that's all vocabulary tests are, is what experiences have you been exposed to? That's very true. I never thought about that, actually. That's all that's, it is. Oh, uh, that's like disgusting. Like going to the zoo. Yeah. How many kids that know the all the animals that go to the zoo? Were they the only ones that got to go? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I never even thought about that. Yeah, so, you, like, if you get tested on your experience, like, you're only as going to be as smart, quote-unquote, as whatever you've done before. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's. Well, that's one of the things, too, that, like, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, when it comes to education and the how racist the education system is or can be... Uh, you, I've read books like you know, Rolling Thunder, Hear My Cry. I think that is a, one of the, probably the best books to understand how <laughs> education uh, in America, especially the South, how racist it actually was. But let's go on a sidebar here. What, what's so funny there? Oh, I was just going to end this because we're at an hour. Oh, okay. And I'm going to end it on a very, very dark joke. It's going to be a racist joke, too. Oh, oh my God. Why don't black people have dreams? I don't know. Because the last one that did got shot. <laughs> All right, oh all right, all right, all right. So, uh, I'm, no. I'm not a racist. I'm just a straight white male. Okay. <laughs> I'm Dan. Which is worse. I'm Mike. And, I'm Donna. And special guest Donna today with special us. Special guest Donna. Thank you guys Come. for an awful episode of education. All right. I hope you came in. I hope you stay tuned for the awesome aspect. Here we go. All righty. Bye-bye.